Red 5. I'm going in. <laughs> Hello there, Star Wars fans, and welcome to another episode of the Bad Batch Meetings, a spinoff of Trend Trend Report. I'm your host, Justin Gray, and here with me is... Aaron Russo, standing by. David Brooklander, standing by. And we'll be covering the two uh, last two uh, Bad Batch episodes, because uh, we uh, kind of skipped over a week, um, but we did re- release our uh, Mando Meetings episode. Um... And uh, the these two episodes are called uh, Pabu and the Tipping Point. Um, uh, we'll uh, discuss these episodes like we always usually do. Uh, we'll uh, give our likes and dislikes, and then uh, have a uh, rating at the end. So uh, you want to talk about them just both together, or? Um, yeah, yeah, we yeah we can talk to, about them as if they were one big episode, if if you prefer it that way. Smash them together. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. So, uh, so Aaron, what were your what were your likes and dislikes? Hmm. Um, I'm really enjoying the Bad Batch now. Like, I mean, there was definitely some really low points for me. Really mm-hmm. low. Yeah, like I was just like, what is going on? Like, and I guess I kind of always knew that it would eventually catch get traction like but man like i just feel like i know like the pabu episode some people didn't like like i thought it was really good it was definitely not one of the strongest episodes but i feel like that episode finally was giving the bad batch like a storyline like something that of substance that like it wasn't just like a one-off pointless little adventure with characters we don't care about like it was I thought it was a really good episode. I thought it looked visually really cool. I love the idea of like this like refuge where people can come and be safe from the empire and like I thought everything about that episode was fine. It wasn't amazing, but I enjoyed it and I thought that it ended in a way that like I knew that it was going to connect to the rest of the story and I think it still will and it did connect to tipping point. Um so I would say like the Pabu episode, I mean, there wasn't a whole lot there. I mean, it was kind of like filler-ish, but it wasn't filler. Mm-hmm. And so I really enjoyed it. Um, this week's episode, Tipping Point, I thought was, that was probably one of the best. So in this season for me, like I really, I love that they felt like Star Wars, like mm-hmm. where there's yeah. like, it felt like the movies where like you're following three different storylines like, you know, like, like Empire Strikes Back, you have, like, Luke on Dagobah, you have um, uh, Han and, and everybody else flying around, and you have the, M- the Imperial, like... Vader. S- yeah, yeah, like, like it felt like a Star Wars story, and, like, they, they hit every storyline, and you could see how they're all going to be connected, and I was like, finally, like, finally, and I loved, I loved, like... Like, everything they're doing in the end of the season, I just love. I, I like the... It's campy, it's Star Wars, it's clones, it's 
it's everything that I enjoy about the Clone Wars and Star Wars, and I just, I loved it. I love the, I like Dr. Hemlock. I think he's like the perfect, like, he kind of feels like a Bond villain, like, you know, with his one glove and how he's always so I sinister, noticed that. you know? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, I love the, yeah, like this this whole idea that like the clones are being, you know, taken to Mount Tantus and like what is going on there and how, and I loved seeing um, Echo like actually doing something other than plugging mm-hmm. himself into computers and talking. Like, it was so cool. Like, I loved that, all of that. Like, that whole sequence was so cool. Like, the rescuing the clones, um, the stuff on Mount Tantus with, with Crosshair. Um, Crosshair's storyline is still easily the best mm-hmm. storyline, yeah. for sure. Um, I, I like the things, the stuff on Pabu and, like, how, like, you can really get the sense that they they're feeling at home there, and like I loved I for some reason I don't know why but I liked the little like flight lesson with Tech <laughs> and Amiga probably more than I should have. No, oh, that was yeah. pretty good. <laughs> I mean, it was really silly and corny and fun, like but it was just looked really cool, and I just thought it was very very appropriate for their relationship in the show, and how Tech is t- kind of just. Slightly coming out of his shell a little bit. Mm-hmm. You could tell a few yeah, jokes. I didn't that. Like he's, he's not in control, and it freaks him out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But he's like still like trying to be rational and logical and all that. Um, I just, I just, I, probably because of how much I didn't like a lot of the previous episodes, I'm enjoying this a, a lot more um, than maybe it, it, I should. But I just, it feels like. It feels when when bad. I feel like when Bad Batch is doing it, doing itself correctly, it's as good as any Clone Wars mm-hmm. like stuff. I agree. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I feel like it really is. It honors like the seven seasons of the Clone Wars, like, and like it's continuing that story. It's continuing the story of the clones and of you know what the clones' lives are in this period from order 66 to as far as we've gotten. And I think it's doing it really well. And yeah, I really enjoyed, I've really been enjoying the last, uh, I think it's been, well, what was the, what was the one before Pabu? That was a poop uh, one, I think. I don't remember. Yeah, that was, uh, it wasn't very good then. <laughs> no, it was the crosshair one. Oh, the outpost. outpost. Yeah. Yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I think, but before that was, um, the oh the the two part the two part one where they where they rescue the kids, wasn't it? Right. It was that. Two, oh yeah, the the uh, arc. yeah that two the um that one where uh tech tech has that uh amazing speech. Oh, in the, and the, uh, yeah, the yeah. Then the Temple of Doom like yeah first episode yeah yeah mm-hmm. and and those even were uh, that was like a two arc filler. It was not the worst that the show's done, but I feel like since Outpost, like, I've been really pleased ever since, Out, like, from Outpost to tonight's, to today's episode, like, thumbs up. For me. The only gripes I would have, like, maybe, I did think some of the maneuvers in that opening sequence and tipping point where they're, like, rescuing them were just too impossible. Like, the way they just, like, would perfectly dock when everybody's moving super fast was kind of like slightly unbelievable. And I still think Omega can be annoying sometimes. 
but those are small complaints. Hmm. All right, David. What What do you think? I I, I definitely can tell that you're uh, so ready to talk about the clone clone scene uh, uh, and uh, tipping point. <clears throat> yeah. So <clears throat> I'm kind of along your lines with the Pabu episode, uh, Aaron. It was it was a filler, but it was a filler with meaning, mm-hmm. which I really enjoyed. And I'll just put it for the records. I actually did think Fat Mace Windu <clears throat> during that episode with the mayor. <laughs> but didn't think anything of it other than that. And then the Soft Theories video. And, uh, <laughs> they're just hilarious. Um, but it has been cool to see kind of like they, they're slowly trying to make that transition out of just being a soldier. And Hunt, Hunter, he has that line where he's like, it's like an occupation, occupational hazard for a soldier if you if you look for something permanent. Right. Uh, which I thought was real. That was a really good line because mm-hmm. they've been struggling with that since like the first first season, mm-hmm. trying to f- figure out their place in the galaxy, which is kind of where they're at at this point, where they're starting to try to find that that home. Um, but jumping into the the next episode, I it was there was so much that was. It's kind of hard to say. <clears throat> I love how they're going through the transitioning out of the clone troopers to the stormtroopers, and they're doing it in such a kind of like a brutal, mm-hmm. brutal fashion. Um, and I, I wasn't a fan of how they were having like the clone troopers starting to turn on the orders, questioning orders, going against the Empire. But they're doing such a good story, a job at telling the story. I honestly don't mind it anymore. Mm. And the one question that everyone had been asking since I think it was season one was what happened to Hauser? Yeah. And he, and he oh, popped yeah. up in this mm-hmm. episode as yeah. one of the clones yeah. rescued. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was great. We saw Gregor again. So now I'm just curious if we're going to see Cody or Wolf because Wolf pops yeah. up in Rebels, right? Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. So at some point, hopefully they'll bring him in. Um, but... The crosshair episode or the crosshair parts were just incredible. How he escapes from the torture chamber, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then it goes back to it with troop stormtrooper puts his blaster down. Mm-hmm. I, I I laughed out loud. My roommate and I were watching it, and we're like, "Ha! He got he's getting he's getting popped." <laughs> I didn't even notice. I had to watch the episode. I watched the episode twice, and the first time I I, I didn't notice what was happening, and all of a sudden he had the blaster, and I was like, "What the heck!" Like. <laughs> What? How did that happen? And then the second time I watched it, I saw like the guy laid it down like, right next to his hand. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, now I get it. And then when they strap him back and he's got like the blaster up out of the way, he's using <laughs> one hand to strap him down. <clears throat> that, I, that, I that, love the, I love the, yeah, like the way that they, and like the, all the little things where you could tell like, like Crosshair would, like his aim is continuing to decline. I did notice that. It took and like, like when two he shots. Put that key in, he kind of missed the slot real quick. Like, it's almost heartbreaking to watch. Like you're watching him like, where like deteriorate. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's yeah. <clears throat> and I, I thought his way of, <clears throat> like that lady was like, you can't escape. No, the hounds will catch you in minutes. And how he he still thought of like, a way to, get at least get word out. Yeah. Re- yes. Reach the bad bats. It was so brilliant. It wasn't like punching a code, like, help me, I'm, I'm, I need help, blah, blah, blah. He's like, oh, whatever it was, 88. Cl- plan 88. Plan 88. We're being 
being hunted or whatever. Right. <clears throat> so then when Tech pulls it up, they're like, oh, this is what's going on. We're being hunted. Mm-hmm. Then you have them starting to question of, well, last time we heard from him, he yeah. tried to kill us. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. And then you See, have- that's storytelling right there. That's when you're bringing the whole story from both seasons and you're finally telling that story again. Yes. And then there's a scientist lady's assist, assistant lady who's kind of... She's clearly going to turn. She's turning. Yeah, she's going <laughs> to turn. She's, gonna, she's probably going to help, somehow help. She's going she's gonna to turn. She's going to somehow be a pivotal help. And I think she'll die. But, or, or maybe she'll join the rebellion. I don't know. But, but yeah. Mm. Yeah, I, I definitely... Yeah, it was it was a really good episode, really well written. I almost kind of don't want to see Crosshair get killed because I think you he, think he's gonna die. I think he is gonna be the one to die. Either him or him or Echo or excuse me, him or Tech. Him or Tech. Oh, really? Because they've been they've been really highlighting those two characters. So I yeah. think one mm, or, one okay. or both of them is gonna get. Oh man, that get would, it would wreck me if Tech died. Or that both. would be brutal. I think it's going to be one or both. Of them. I think I'd, I'd be more inclined to think Crosshair, although, mm. I mean, I think, I feel like the way they're showing him, like, I just don't see him surviving. Just like, first of all, they made it very, like, they gave him, like, he's done so many bad things. That's number one. Number two, they, they're clearly showing, like, he's, he's, he's deteriorating. Like, he's never going to be, even, even if he survives, he's not going to be the old Crosshair. Right. Like, he's becoming obsolete. Like, his, his skills are going away. His just cognition is going away. Like, he's just been through too much. Mm. Um, so, I think it's much more likely that he would die. Speaking of which, um, I've, I've actually talked with a good friend about this. And uh, you, where, like, Crosshair is deteriorating. And we also kind of see Echo, I mean, uh, Tech uh, kind of lightening up. Like, as far as, like, his, like, uh, strict analytical behavior. Yeah. And, um, we've noticed that, like, Wrecker has been kind of, uh, like, when it, what, what normally would, like, like, they kind of put him in situations where it, normally he would be able to brush it off, but, like, he's been saying ow a little bit more, uh, whenever he does get, take a beating. Mm. And, and I don't. I'd have to go back and watch to see if Hunter is losing it or not. But Hunter's been sharp. He know. was the one who sensed the tidal yeah, wave. Yeah. He was the one that sensed the the poisoning stuff, right? In that one episode. Yeah. Yeah. Was that the outpost? No, no I think it was like the one before one or two before that. Okay. Because the outpost was, was crosshair. Either yeah, I feel like he's still pretty intact. He's a he's still not a very good leader. No. And and he gave such a terrible the thing he said to Echo to to Echo where he's like basically like discouraging him from taking up the fight against the Empire in that episode. He's like Oh yeah. Don't you realize what you're up against? You can't defeat them. It's like, dude, you're you're the leader, sorry. You're the leader. Like that's not a leader a leader doesn't say that. Like I, I'm, not, I'm not sure if that means anything or if, like, if, if he's going to be, like, maybe, like, 
not the, the hero or the leader mm-hmm. anymore, but like, dang, like he's like not inspiring him. And I do, I, I do think that, I do think that that's because it's leading, this is leading to something that's going to be terrible. I, I still think Omega is going to get captured and I think that's going to force them to not just chill out on Pabu and they're going to have to take up the fight against the empire. I really mm-hmm. loved Echo's reply. To him. What did he say? He's like something along the lines of "It's not a, we're not like trying to defeat the empire. We're trying to fight for our brothers, right?" Or something yes. along those lines, right? And yes. it's like that—that that is so yeah. true to how it was in the Clone Wars, right? Yes, mm-hmm. that's that's what that's what that's, so good. That's a perfect example of like when I'm like that when this show's at its best, it's literally like Clone Wars season eight, mm-hmm. and it's and it's continuing the story of the clones, and it's doing it really well. And I do love. I'll I'll just say one last one last thing. Then I, I want to hear what you think, Justin. Um, mm. But as far as like how they're having having the stormtroopers, I really like that they still have them in those like the, the phase one, part. yeah, concept mm-hmm. phase one. I guess you could say stormtrooper armor. It yeah. just it just looks so cool. Yeah. And I like the Republic commandos too, like sprinkled yeah. in there. <sighs> yes. That's always fun. All right, Justin. What would okay. would you get out of it? Well, um, the. The first half, uh, Pabo. Pabu. Pabu. I, I confused Pabu, Pabu with Babu, so. <laughs> no squeezy! <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, that episode was kind of. I mean, at first I was not a huge fan of it. And then I watched it a second time, and I was like, okay, it's starting to grow on me a bit. It is kind of pushing the Bad Batch into a different direction as opposed to another mission with Sid. Mm -hmm. Which, that was kind of interesting, too, is that um, uh, Sid was not happy about them departing. Mm -hmm. And, like, her threat kind of felt a little, like, menacing. Yes, it did. I'm not talking about you boys. And I was like, oh, wow, you're, like, threatening the kid now? Okay, that is a little. That's that's yeah, a little she's, cold. She's taking her. a dark turn, mm-hmm. and she's not happy with them bailing on her. Yeah, and plus I definitely believe that that's gonna bite them in the butt. Like I think she's gonna be the one to tip to the empire. Where like, I don't know if she knows that they're at Pabu or not. But I don't think she I, she. She does at this point, but I think she's got enough information yeah. that if the Empire puts out like a like a posted like, "Hey, these guys are wanted," she's gonna try to get something out of yeah. out of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like she has like connections; she could find out where they are if she really wanted to, mm-hmm. and then and then she'll use that information. And... Yeah. So, and. Uh... And I also did kind of like the, um, like the design of the island too, like oh. the layers. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's kind yeah. of kind of reminded me of um, like a reverse. It was kind of like a reverse Utapau uh, sinkhole, <laughs> in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like they dug out a sinkhole on Utapau and they inverted yeah. it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then like the Sunat, I. Want to say it was like it was kind of like a 
tsunami in a way, but mm-hmm. except for it was kind of different where it was like, uh, like the whole, like you could see like the ocean floor at one point and then the wave just got bigger, which I thought that was pretty cool, but, um, And apparently it's happened before because of the, la- the ladder systems that they had in place. Right. He said, I think he said like 30, it's been 30 years. Yeah. Something but like they, that, yeah. it does happen. Yeah. Oh, that one part in that, that episode was when Wrecker was full. Oh, it, yeah. You've never been full. Then they bring te- out more food. Yeah. Tech's te- like, I must like write in almost like, like a reminder. Like, yeah. hey, this happened mm-hmm. on this date. <laughs> that that was awesome. What do you guys think of? Uh, you think tech and uh, that pirate lady might have a thing going on? I was starting to think that, huh. but then she wasn't in this episode. She wasn't in Tipping Point at all. Well, uh, I true. think that might be because they're trying to budget out uh, Wanda Sykes' uh, 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 voice act, voice acting uh, time. You know, and I've seen that kind of happen before in other projects. Or if they have somebody big, they usually kind of use them sparingly. Because it's too expensive? Yeah, pretty much. Huh. I'm um, sure she'll... I, whatever, yeah, I'm pretty sure she might come back for the last episode. see her at least one more time. It would be weird for her to just kind of disappear. But. We'll see her at but, uh, Tech's funeral. Oh! Oh, <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> but, yeah, I, I mean, it, it could happen. I mean, it's not too far... It's not like, it's not like Raylo where it kind of feels alienating that alienating that it happened. True, but um, yeah, that's like a whole. I could do a whole other episode on that one. L- Ray- but, Raylo or Luke Soka. Uh, <laughs> or Aunt, like okay, we're not getting into Anna Soka. No, we're not doing that. Not again. Um, <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, no, it, 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 like, if they, if, I feel like it's kind of like the, um, thing that they had, like, with Ezra and Sabine, where it was like, if it happens, great, if it doesn't, then they're pretty much very good friends, which I did, I did like how they, in Rebels, they were really good friends, as opposed to a thing, so, Mm -hmm. but, um, yeah, I mean... I'm kind of I'm like yeah I'm I'm okay with it um if I oh yeah I didn't I don't think I've talked about tipping point yet no huh take it away okay so tipping point probably one of my top episodes for the Bad Batch at like like in the series um like Aaron said I I thought it was kind of cool that they, like, went back to that Star Wars, uh, uh, style of storytelling where it's, like, uh, multiple things happening at once, um, but not to the point where it, like, feels super separate, but it all comes in at the end. Right. Um, love that, love that kind of storytelling, um, that... The space shots at the beginning of that episode. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. By golly. I, 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 and I actually had this weird thought today at work uh, while I was loading up some of the, some of the trailers. Um, I work at Amazon. <laughs> but um, 
Yeah, like, I was like, I don't think you could do this. You definitely couldn't do this uh, back for season one of The Clone Wars. There was, like, no way. Visu- yeah, visually. It's, yeah, visually. It's, it's amazing. <clears throat> it's cinematic. It's like it looks like watching a movie. Watching it at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I kind of mistaken it for The Mandalorian at one point. Like, because of, like, how well the space shot. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Um, So, and I also loved that clone rescue operation. Um, And, yeah, it was was great to see uh, um, Grant. uh, Rex, Gregor, and uh, and the, and, and Hauser. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't realize until the second time watching it, and I was like, wait, why didn't they rescue Hauser? And then the second time I was like, oh, oh, it was Hauser. I, I was Somehow he out. kept his sweet fade going. Oh <laughs> kept yeah, mm-hmm. kept his uh, a prison barber. Yeah, priorities, <laughs> man. It's the only way you'd know it was him. <laughs> you have to tell him apart with their hairstyles of these days. <clears throat> so. And then uh, back at uh, Pabu, the the um, the um, flight lesson with Omega that was fun. Yeah, I really enjoyed um, that for some reason. <laughs> yeah, Tech uh, liked how uh, Tech was kind of lightening up um, and kind of getting into the Big Brother role. Mm-hmm. Um, when, like when you compare him to like a couple episodes before, I, I kind of felt like that like heart to heart that he had with Omega kind of mm-hmm. uh, did change his behavior and I thought that was very very special um, and uh, as far as Crosshair um, yeah just just poor guy <laughs> um, uh, I also kind of liked the idea that he kind of knew he wasn't getting out uh, and uh, that like uh, transmission for help was. Uh, it was. It was good. Yeah, that was that was like really well played, and uh, that scientist guy is kind. Of, um, he's not. They gave him a first yeah. name, Royce Hemlock. Royce Hemlock. <laughs> yes. Very. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hemlock. <laughs> yeah. So, just. Just overall, I thought it was like a very well put together episode. Um, and uh, yeah, so uh, um, if we actually have uh, Sean in the house right now. Uh, I was just wondering if you would like to yeah. uh, briefly share uh, uh, thoughts, likes, dislikes um, on the episode. Yeah, so I was I did not like last week at all, 13 chapter 13 oh okay um and this episode does not redeem anything for me because although it cuts back to pabu the batch could have been anywhere physically like the the main clone guys like they could have received the order or the plan 88 or whatever the transmission that crosshair sent out as like his warning like he he transmitted out code 88 or whatever mm-hmm. they could have been anywhere to, re- to both receive that and respond to it like those Pabu is not <laughs> essential to the plot yet, if it's going to be at all. I do think, though, like, the Empire is going to come to Pabu. I do think that's true. But um, it doesn't doesn't help. <laughs> it doesn't help my 
feelings of the last episode. But this episode was really good. I loved the beginning. The raid, the clone, like, raid. Like, the Stormtroopers would have never been able to pull something off like that. Like, this told you how good the clones are, um, I thought. And the Empire, like, it shows the Empire's, like, loss at, like, phasing them out. Like, they could have had, they would have definitely beat the Rebels if they had kept the, the clones in for much longer, right? I mean, they don't have much time left on them because they're old or getting older, but for the first few years after the Clone Wars, they definitely could have. Yeah, I was not a fan of last week's episode, but I really like this one a lot. I still think the Crosshair one on the, the Tundra planet was my absolute favorite, mm. but this is this is way up there for me. Because um, it just hit all the bases. Like, this mm. is what I would imagine the show would and should be is mm-hmm. an episode like this yes because it i mean it's dark like they literally mm-hmm. show a guy committing suicide by biting the pill thing like oh yeah and that kids mm-hmm. show like oh my gosh like i was like is that what they're gonna do with this guy like i was, I was like is he gonna this is like a zanti cruiser the third time like, that that's happened and i'm like holy crap this is yeah. like not for kids <laughs> this episode like last week maybe was right and this is like this is so hard to like decide like you can't watch it live with kids until you've like seen it at this point because mm-hmm. it's like that's dark i mean i know like the clones were using stun mode on all the clones that were fighting them but like crosshair wasn't <laughs> he crosshair was using wasn't. live ammo. what's the second time in this in this season that somebody's yeah. done the bite the pill trip? yeah oh yeah that like guy that was like the, the prototype death trooper guy I, the assassin guy yeah, yeah yeah that's right and the, yeah, what, they went back there, and the and I was like, no, not the Martez sisters, and they weren't there. And I was like, phew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I you know I really liked it. I think it's good setup. Um, obviously, like I kind of I mean I could see like where they were kind of converging, like okay, everyone's paths are gonna cross, yeah, in a climactic point. And but I do like that. Like I'm not quite sure what's gonna happen. Like I think all leads all roads lead to Mount Tantus at this point, and there's some kind of showdown, Clone Rebellion maybe. Um, somebody might die, you know, Omega's probably in mortal danger in some, some fashion. They didn't do much to advance the Sid plot other than just, they met, or like had the hologram, uh, in the last one they had the hologram, like, confrontation with her, mm-hmm. kind of telling her off. And then, she was like, kind of like, sliding into their DMs, all these like, threatening messages, you know? Um, but they, I don't think they really did anything with this one other than just mention that, uh, well, we're on the outs with them, but like, they had like the, uh, the, like, Terminator, or not Terminator, the Predator moment, where, like, yeah, Echo and Hunter, like, do their, like, bro, like, grasp, like, yeah, for a while, and it's like, yeah, the batch is back together again, you know, and, like, and, but he's bringing all the other clones with him, like, Rex and Hauser and all these guys, so it's, like, it's, like, setting the table for what's probably gonna be a good finale pair of episodes next week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm overall satisfied with the... With this end game, but not that satisfied with the season overall, um, or I'm like frustrated by the amount of filler episodes. Like when you compare the actual story episodes to fillers, um, <clears throat> I almost view I almost view it as like two different shows in the same season. Yeah, like there's the part of the show that's just the little cute kid show weekly adventure mm-hmm. serial. And then there's the actual show. Yeah. And the actual show part has been fantastic. Yeah. And then the the other parts have been vomitous. Like, it really seems like there's two... (laughs) (laughs) It's terrible. Like, there's literally two crews working on it. 
Is there? I, I mean, that's what it seems it like. It seems like it. It's just like, like they're like, hey, you guys do the filler episode. Like, hey, we've got a farm team of animators and storytellers, and like, this is like the JV, and we'll give them these fillers. And then, like, the A team, the varsity team does these main ones. And it's, like, their way of training the next generation. <laughs> all right. So, uh, we are actually going to be getting ready to watch uh, the new episode of The Mandal- Mandalorian. Uh, but before we do that, uh, we'll just go, like, just do, like, a r- lightning round of, uh, um, like, what we would rate this episode. Uh, let's start off with uh, David. Uh, well, actually, the... Two two episodes. Two episodes. Of, of batch. Mm, what? I I give, I give Pabu, 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 probably like a seven, seven or an, maybe an eight, um, but for, what what was the name of the last one? Tipping, Tipping point. point. Tipping point. I'm thinking outpost for some reason. That was the one before that. Yeah. Tipping point though, I'd give that a solid nine. Mm. It was really well done. All right, Aaron. Same. Seven nine. Oh, okay. It is a lightning round. Oh, <laughs> right. Uh, uh, Sean. Pabu, three point five. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. You, uh, you didn't, you didn't like Fat Windu. <laughs> fat Windu. Oh my goodness. Fat Mace Windu. <laughs> no, did not care for any of that. Uh, this one was like nine point five. Mm. Top, top five. For the season. Mm. Oh, for sure. <clears throat> All right. So I'm going to give uh, Pabu a uh, uh, 6.7. I mean, it was not not really my favorite, but it wasn't. Actually, now that I think about it, I'm going to probably raise it to 6.9. Because <laughs> it, was, it wasn't as bad as like first time viewing it. Okay, so uh, tipping point, I'd give a uh, a nine point nine point three. Hmm. It was it was really good. I I really enjoyed it, even though the first time I watched it, I was like, very, like j- like just woke up mode, and I didn't really like. <laughs> what am I watching? The clone ship with that like breaching pod was really cool. Yeah. It was oh really yeah. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Everything they do in space just yeah, looks, looks like so looks like a movie. Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. Looks better than in Mando, honestly. Looks better in yeah. animation than in Mando. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, I thought I thought Mando was getting better when I first saw it. Um, because like I mistaken it. Um, but yeah, she does now. Sorry, <laughs> inappropriate jokes back here, as one does. <laughs> Do you think uh, Tech and uh, Hunter, uh, not Hunter? Treasure Hunter lady are going to hook up? We just thought oh, about yes. that. Are we, are, we shipping, so, are we shipping them? So, I'll, um, so I'm going to say, I'm just going to say it. Yeah. Wanda Sykes and so, Tech. I'm, I'm thinking Crosshair or Tech are going to die. Mm. So if we, if, so it does end up Tech and the Treasure Hunter lady are a thing. We'll just see that at Tech's funeral. Oh. Oh. Oof. All right. Uh, All right. On that note. All right. On that note, we will be uh, ending this episode of the Bad Batch meetings, <laughs> and um, I believe the next one will be the last one. Two parts. Yeah, two so, parts finale next week. <clears throat> so we will definitely uh, 
be here for that. And, uh, and then we'll be continuing on uh, Mando meetings until that ends in a- April. And then also in April is the uh, Jedi Survivor playthrough, uh, which oh will be on goodness. Thursdays. And, uh, and we'll have something uh, special for you guys um, for the May the 4th episode. But we can't really talk about that yet. But um, until then, uh, may the Force be with you. Always. Always. <clears throat> Great shot.